standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. It is Thursday, the 15th of June, episode 437. And I figured, why not? Today is going to be a Texas Thursday, but not just any Texas Thursday. Let's talk about the plan. How to get it on the ballot. What's what's at play here? Now, I know this is the Texas Nationalist Movement's thing, but I'm a big cheerleader for them. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter, and I consider myself blessed to know just a few people over at that organization. And if I can um, ask my listeners to put up with a, I don't know, 20-minute rant <laughs> and all things Texas, Please join me. Follow on the show soon to follow. All right. The way we can do this is you help me by like, share, and subscribe this program. You can rate and review this program. Go to your favorite podcatcher. Go to YouTube. Go to MeWe, Gab, Facebook, Spotify, whatever. Go there. Like, share the show. And rate and review the show. Any comments on the show. Everything you do is helpful. Even if you want to say, Kals, we just don't like your voice. It's all good. You're helping me out. All right, here we go. On with the show. Well, if it's going to be a Texas Thursday, we got to talk about Texas. Right? So, i got to say I've had a number of conversations over the last week. And a lot of folks I know, they're not exactly in support of independence. It's not that they're opposed to it. It's just they don't feel like we've... Ex- explored all other options. They don't feel like we are put in the position that we have no other choice. My only concern is by the time we get to the point that we have no other choice, there legitimately will be no other choice. I would love for this to happen in a bloodless way. Thereupon, the uh, Texas House reps and the Texas State Senators say, uh, yeah, we're not necessarily wanting to do this, but we are curious what you, the voters out there, think about this. You put it on the primary ballot. You let us respond. Now, the SREC, which is the State Republican Executive Committee, they can request that questions be put on the ballot for the primary election. So if those of you out there are listening to me, happen to know who your SREC members are. I know both of mine in SD8. I've already spoken to both of them. They're both supportive of the notion of putting the question on the ballot. Regardless if they support the actual move for independence or not, they're supportive of the question being on the ballot, as were roughly 90% of the people at the last state convention. Think about that. Nearly 90% of I guess 8,000 voters that showed up at a Republican convention who all professed to love America, me too, wanted to be able to vote on the issue of whether or not Texas ought to look to independence. Better to do it under your own terms, better to do it in a peaceful manner while you still can make that decision of your own accord. So whether or not you think independence as you understand it is the best idea or the preferred idea, wouldn't you at least like to know what everyone else thinks that's going to show up and vote? 
Now, I know we're going to have what I would best refer to as a bloodletting primary this go-around. I, I, I'm not enthusiastic about it. I'm very disappointed that we're at this position, but it has been foretold that there will be many, many challengers and many, many contested primaries in the Republican Party this go-round. I'm just curious. Wouldn't that be the best time to get the highest turnout to go ahead and put the question on whether or not Texas ought to seek its independence? Now, those of you folks that happen to be at the state Republican Party Executive Committee that I don't know personally or I haven't met, I'm imploring you, take advantage of what is sure to be a busy, busy primary season. Get the question on the ballot. If for no other reason that you want to know, I know there's a lot of people out there that say that, well, you guys over at Texas, the TNM, you're a bunch of crackpots. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just a small minority of a minority. We should dismiss you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, put up or shut up. Put the question on the ballot or admit you're afraid. Put the question on the ballot or just say you don't care. Put the question on the ballot or just admit that you are not interested in what your own constituents think about a very, very important question. Nobody's suggesting that tomorrow we should declare independence. I shouldn't say it that way. This has nothing to do with declaring independence tomorrow. (laughs) This has to do with, should we at least explore what's at play here? Should we not consider what our options are going forward? Should we not be aware of things get sketchy, Texas chooses to go its own way? Should we not have a plan of action? Now, I would imagine, I would imagine there is a certain segment of the elite leadership down in Austin that probably already has an exit plan. They probably already know how they're going to do something like this. And I'm going to suspect that you and I, we're not going to benefit when that comes down. You and I are the furthest things from their mind. It's really about them maintaining their power and their influence and having a bargaining chip to hold over whatever uh, situation may present itself. I don't know about you, but that's even less exciting than the tyrants in D.C., So if you're interested and you want your voice to be heard, now here's the thing. You can absolutely categorically be against Texas declaring independence and still support putting the question on the ballot because you think you're in the majority or you think that if you win that vote, it shuts us up or you think that the outcome is it demoralizes the people that want independence or You can just say, I'm unconvinced. And by putting the question on the ballot, you're going to get six months of good arguments back and forth, rallying the troops, the both sides, giving the best arguments for and against, and you'll get a really good education. I'm sure Daniel Miller and his team have the answers to most of your questions. They have been gaming this out and writing books for over a decade. They're prepared. The question is not something they fear. So the question is, why do the elites, why do the Austin swamp creatures fear the question? Why do they run the other way? Why do they call names, right? It's so easy to shift over to attacking the advocate by 
ad hominem attacks. Boy, I just sounded like Sean Hannity there referencing ad hominem. But hey, look, if the best you got is a state rep that's just going to call you a seditious traitor, that's the best argument you got, perhaps that guy needs to retire. Perhaps he doesn't have any business still serving in the Texas House. Now, I know other Texas House members, uh, they're not super excited about the idea. I know others that are supportive. I know others that are against it, but wouldn't stoop to calling somebody a seditious traitor. So I, I assure you, there are plenty of other options here, but let's at least have the discussion. Let's allow the people's voice to be heard. What are they afraid of? So if you're not sure, if you don't know, if you're just like, what in the heck is this callous guy talking about? You can go to tnm.me, look it up, buy the book, I've only talked about it probably a couple dozen times now and investigate the situation for yourself and be aware there's a Cal exit movement. There's a movement to separate Oregon in two different states. There's, there's a movement to separate Northern California from the rest of California. There's a movement to pick or take up the uh, Eastern side of Oregon and join it into Idaho. There's a movement for the Northeast to separate. There's a movement for um, Vermont to declare independence. There's a movement for the uh, American readout to semi-separate. There are all these things going on all the time, and it's a good discussion to be had. But we in Texas, this is the best way we can lead by example. Put the question on the ballot. Allow people to talk about it. Allow there to be ample discussion and argument Be honest. All right. The next part of this equation, brief interlude there, ladies and gentlemen, brief interlude. So we have to deal with the subject and the topic. There are a lot of people that say, oh, well, do you really think the swamp is going to change? Do you think the swamp's going to go away? This, that, and the other thing. Well, actually, no, I don't. I don't think the swamp's going to go away. I don't think that Going down the road to independence is going to necessarily fix the swamp. But what I can tell you is once you declare your independence, once you go down that path, you're going to have to create a new government. And it would be necessary and proper to learn from the mistakes of our own current constitution for the United States and perhaps look at, oh, I don't know, other constitutions that were useful in the past, like the Articles of Confederation. Yeah, I know it maybe isn't exactly appropriate to the state of Texas or, or even the Articles of the Confederacy or the Constitution of the Confederacy. They actually had some things in there that were better than the U.S. Constitution because they learned from mistakes. Now, again, we would be a solitary state, but there's no reason to say that we couldn't somewhat subdivide within our own state as we become our own independent Republic of Texas. There's nothing to say that we couldn't reorganize how it's done, how the representation's figured out, how we accommodate different groups. Perhaps we can create uh, city-states within the uh, Republic of Texas. Perhaps we can give semi-autonomous zones. These are all things that are open for interpretation once you go through that door. Now, I have a friend of mine uh, who I think quite highly of 
But he, he had said, well, why would I want to support something like this when it would basically nullify the Texas state constitution, which would potentially cause me my job? Well, that's a, that's a pretty novel answer. Hard to, hard to dismiss that easily. But think about this. Declaring independence from the United States doesn't nullify the Texas state constitution immediately. When you look going down that path, you can see there are several things that will need to be addressed as part of the process. And you can very easily say, okay, from this time to this time, we're going to function as if we're still part of these United States. And from this time to this time, we're going to operate as an independent entity under our existing state constitution. And under our existing state constitution, we are going to make these changes to grant ourselves fuller autonomy separate from the United States. And then once you've accomplished that, then you can go in and rectify some of the differences or some of the challenges of the Texas state constitution as it might apply to an independent republic. Now, the question I saw from a friend of mine earlier today is, are you an 1836 Texian or are you an 1845 Texan? Funny that they should take the I out as they gave up their independence. Just something to consider. So we're bringing the swamp closer to home, right? You're going to potentially make the Austin swamp that much more powerful. Sure, if you allow the Texas Republic to have more power. Instead, we need to strip the power out of Austin. We need to limit the amount of authority they have in Austin. And we need to gracefully exit these people out of there. You know, these people have too much power in too many positions. And we have a effective bureaucratic bloated mess that interferes with our everyday lives. But not even nearly a percentage of what goes on in D.C. So just... The fact that we call DC from our chain of command will fix a lot of problems. Now, we may have to create different branches of government, or I shouldn't say different branches, but different functions or different roles within the existing branches of the Texas government as we go into an independent republic. And it would require some imagination. There are some challenges there, admittedly. But it doesn't mean that we can't figure it out. We shouldn't be driven by fear. We should have that independent streak. We should reinsert the eye into Texans to become Texians once again. And we should function under the idea that we can do this. We're capable. My Gen X brethren, we would love the opportunity to fix the many manifold problems that have been brought upon us by our forefathers. And we would like to gift the generation following us of our own children an opportunity to have a better life than what we have right now. But we can't do that if we sit and cower and fear over D.C. and the rest of the world and climate change and these nutcases over at the WEF. We need to be Texians once again. We need to put the fear aside and move forward. We need to be willing to address the issue of the swamp at home And the way we do that is by taking the power away from them. All power rests in we the people. We need to take it back. But if you're not even willing to support a question on a ballot that's not even binding, perhaps you're in the wrong place. I hear Illinois is really nice this time of year. 
Perhaps you should reconsider whether or not you would have been better off in California. Or maybe you're just a Yankee. And one of your one of those Yankees that need to go back to Yankee land. It's possible. These are options. We can't fight the swamp and the fifth column, but we can. We just make them uncomfortable. We already have some pretty solid firearm laws in Texas. We need to use it. If you're a Texan in good standing, you ought to be packing a pistol pretty much everywhere you go. Why not? Wear it open, wear it concealed. Who cares? Wear it. Tote a rifle when you're wandering around this countryside. Don't be afraid. These are constitutionally protected rights that need to be affirmed. Speak the truth. Speak up against the powers that be. Utilize what you have at hand. You are, we are the authority. We are the ones that allow the government to do what they do. And if we tell them no, that's binding. We just have to be willing to do it forcefully. We have to make a decision to think. To think on our own and to think about the greater good. We have to put aside some of the petty differences, some of the challenges in dealing with people that aren't perfectly aligned with us in all ways. We have to be even willing to overlook the idea, well, I'm an R and they're a D, so therefore they're the devil incarnate. Well, okay, honestly, some of the D people, they probably do like that guy a little bit too much for my taste. But there are Democrats that we disagree with that do actually support independence. They want to be out from the thumb as well as we do. There are a ton of independents who are neither D's nor R's that are done with the abuse from the feds. We need to embrace them. We need to encourage them. We need to bring them alongside. And yeah, I have an R after my name. And for right now, it's put there proudly because I think and I labor under the idea that I can still make a difference as an R. But if you're not an R, I don't hate you. You're not my enemy. Unless, of course, you're the D that supports the devil just a little bit too much. But that's a different story. Look, I got plenty of big L friends. I got little L friends. And uh, I'm fairly certain they're all in on this independence thing. We've got to have the conversation. We've got to have the argument. We've got to have the education. But really, really, we just have to have the streak of independence brought back into the forefront and have our people, our children, willing to stand up and do what's right. To push back at the abuse from the feds. To stand on firm ground. The independent Republic of Texas shall once again raise its head. If you don't believe me, why is it the U.S. government is so vested in protecting Ukraine from becoming reabsorbed into Russia? Why is it we supported the Czech Republic separating from Slovakia? Why is it we supported the idea that Yugoslavia should become multiple countries? You know, Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Serbia, uh, what is it? The former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, I guess technically part of uh, Albania, Montenegro. I mean, these are all new countries created out of a former country. Now, yes, it was bloody, it was messy, and nobody liked it, but it happened while we're at it. There's been several new countries that have been carved up out of Africa. Hey, you do know that Great Britain left 
the EU, and they're both still there. They're both functioning. Right now, there's a separatist movement to separate uh, Ireland fully, uh, Scotland perhaps leaving Great Britain altogether. These are not terrible things. Now, I will tell you that a lot of the uh, Scots are socialists, and they will promptly destroy Scotland if they're allowed to go their own way. But it might benefit England if they were to kick Scotland to the curb. Just saying. We got to be willing to stand up. We got to be willing to explore our opportunities. We shouldn't just accept what the experts say. If you haven't learned anything since 2019 is apologize for the technical difficulties there. As I was saying, if you have not learned anything since 2019, it's that experts often are not, or they lie or they are bought. And Honestly, I got to believe that a good number of the so-called experts at the federal level who have a vested interest in one, us never seeing independence, two, us never breaking free, and three, um, subjugating more masses, of course they're going to tell you this is not workable. Of course they're going to tell you there's no way forward. Of course they're going to do everything they can to prevent us from looking at our options. But we have to make the decision to think for ourselves, to think on our own, and to ignore the naysayers, the liars. They seek to deceive us and to prevent us from obtaining the very thing that would actually make things noticeably better for the vast majority of the people in the current great state of Texas. An independent Texas republic solves a lot of problems. We would be energy independent. We would be a net exporter. We would be able to control our own border. We would be able to, quite frankly, make more money out of tax revenue than we could possibly spend if we're reasonable and responsible, which, of course, reasonable and responsible are not two things that I would really ever use to describe government. But hey, that's wishful thinking on my part. Ladies and gentlemen, We don't need D.C. We should dump D.C. We should dump the other 49 states because honestly, other than a couple of them, we don't need them. We don't want them. They're trouble. Man, if we could cast off California to, to the Pacific Ocean, the United States would be infinitely better. But being that we can't do that, and quite frankly, the majority of the states would rather have California than cut cut them loose, then let's lead by example and tell them. Go pound sand. We're going our own way. (laughs) You see, it's so simple to have a little fun, to poke the bear and talk smack about what is really quite a challenging subject and something that does require forethought, does require hard, tough decisions and discussions. But if you can't even get people to at least think about the idea of kicking California to the curb, we're never, ever going to make things better. We're never, ever going to have an opportunity to stand tall once again. My message to you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is regardless of what you think about me, regardless of what you think about my position on this issue, whether or not you support independence or not, you should not fear the question being on the ballot. You should not fear having that discussion. If you're so sure that you're right, if you're so sure that this is doomed to fail, then you should have no fear and put it on the ballot. Tell your state reps, tell your state senators, reassure your SREC members. Heck, if you want to, 
Call the members of your county leadership and tell them, this is what we want. Pass a resolution out of your Republican, well, it doesn't have to be a Republican, but your county party. We're working on one right now in my home county of Collin County. I'm looking forward to getting that up for discussion next month. Kind of had our hands full with the little impeachment. uh, (laughs) But look, there is a way forward. There are good opportunities here. We need to lead by example. We need to be willing to do the right thing. And I'm telling you, right here in Texas, we have an opportunity to do just that. But you have to be willing to set aside those petty differences and look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is an independent Texas is better for everyone else. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.